Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. All right, so today's team is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, who last year finished 9-8, and eight, first in the AFC South. Doug Peterson now entering his second year as a head coach. Some of the stats from last year, Trevor Lawrence threw for 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 291 yards rushing, 5 rushing touchdowns. Travis Etienne with 11,000 rushing yards, five touchdowns, and 316 yards receiving. Christian Kirk was the leading wide receiver last year with 1,100 receiving yards, eight touchdowns. Zay Jones had 800 yards receiving, five touchdowns. Evan Ingram, 766 yards receiving, and four receiving touchdowns. This offense ranked 10th in points. 10th in total offense, 10th in passing, and they were 14th in rushing. This offensive line allowed 28 sacks, which was actually 5th best in the league. Rayshon Jenkins, Devin Lloyd had 3 interceptions each. Tyson Campbell, Andre Sisco, 2 interceptions each. Josh Allen, 7 sacks. Duvon Swoot, 5 sacks. Arden Key, 4.5 sacks. Trayvon Walker, 3.5 sacks. This defense as a unit was uh, 12th best in points. They were 24 in total offense. They allowed the fifth most passing yards in the NFL. They were 12th best against the run. 37 sacks, which was the seventh lowest in the NFL. And then they have about 14 interceptions, which is just about middle of the pack defense. Some key losses, um, wide receiver Marvin Jones, Offensive tackle, Juwan Taylor, and cornerback, Shaquille Griffin. Some key additions, Dearness Johnson. They've re-signed a couple of their own players in Evan Ingram and Josh Wells. Um, In the draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars took Anton Harrison, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma in the first round. Second round, they went with tight end Brenton Strange out of Penn State. Third round running back Tank Gibbsby out of Auburn. A couple of defensive players in here in the fourth round with linebacker Ventrell Miller out of Florida. And defensive lineman Tyler Lacey out of Oklahoma State. In the fifth round, they went with a couple more defensive players in edge rusher. Yazir Abdullah out of Louisville. Safety Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. In the sixth round, they went with wide receiver Parker Washington, Christian Braswell, cornerback out of Rutgers, and a safety Eric Hamlet II out of Pittsburgh. And in the seventh round, they went with offensive tackle Cooper Hodges out of Appalachia State, defensive lineman Raymond Voskis out of North Carolina, and the fullback Derek Parrish out of University of Houston. So Trevor Lawrence enters his third season with a little bit of playoff experience under his belt.
you know, what a year it's been for Trevor Lawrence coming in, obviously the first overall pick, a lot of expectations. This was a guy that we deemed just as good as a prospect coming out of college as Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. So his first year under Urban Meyer didn't go as planned. Um, A lot of things I feel like stemmed from off the field issues and obviously the lack of talent around him. Um, With Urban Meyer finally leaving, they brought in Doug Peterson, who I loved the fit. You know, this is a guy who's a quarterback guru. Um, He's a couple years removed from winning a Super Bowl with Philadelphia. So um, absolutely loved the pair. And what they were able to do in their first year together was absolutely incredible. You know, this is a team that, you know, barely obviously got into the playoffs. Um, They did beat Justin Herbert, which was huge. This is a guy that was also in his draft class. So, you know, it kind of has some, you know, bragging rights against Justin Herbert. Um, And especially in that game, they were down um, quite a bit. Trevor Lawrence threw five interceptions. Uh, but they ended up coming out with the win. Um, in the next game, they've lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. If not for a fumble by Jamal Agnew late in the fourth quarter, you know, the Jaguars might have had a chance to come back and win that game. And now I think moving forward into this season, there's a lot of confidence. There's a lot of excitement in Duval. And, you know, it starts with, you know, head coach Doug Peterson, who I think, you know, has kind of implemented the culture that he wanted. He has a scheme that he wants, and I feel like um, Trevor Lawrence in his second year in this offense, um, I expect a big year from him. I definitely think he could be an MVP, MVP type of player this year for Trevor Lawrence. Um, one of the reasons why is obviously they're, the return of wide receiver Calvin Ridley, who's coming off that year suspension. This is a guy that they traded for. They gave up a second-round pick to Atlanta, um, you know, just a couple of years ago, he was one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. And normally I don't like guys coming off an entire year without playing, but usually it's because of injury. And obviously Calvin Ridley was suspended for gambling. So I think he's excited to come back this year. Trevor's excited to have him. So um, I look for Calvin Ridley to be a part of this offense um, in a very big way. This is a guy that uh, both of these guys, if you can pair them up in fantasy, I think it's going to be a nice little stack. Um, and let's let's not forget about Christian Kirk last year, who um, I was definitely wrong about. I originally thought when he got that contract that you know Jacksonville just gave him a bunch of money. Um, they overpaid him. I had thought his career would kind of be like not like Kenny Galladay, where you know he obviously got a big paycheck and didn't play a lot, but I didn't think he was going to be able to put up the numbers that he did, but he definitely uh, played very well. And I do see a little bit of a regression for him just because obviously you add Calvin Ridley, but, you know, it's the same time this offense can be that much more explosive so they could score more points. And I think keeping him in the slot is going to be huge. You still have a guy like Zay Jones who kind of has bounced around the league a little bit, but, um, has been a really solid number two wide receiver um, wherever he's kind of gone. And I really like um, the addition of the six-round pick, Parker Washington. I think he's a really underrated player. I think he's got really good hands. Um, I look for him to possibly maybe find a way into this offense. And uh, really quick, I want to give a shout-out to this backup quarterback. 
Um, rookie undrafted uh, Nathan Oroku, who has just been absolutely tearing it up in preseason. Uh, that game against the Cowboys, I have to admit, that throw with him going down and he still was able to get off for a touchdown, uh, really good stuff there. Um, and then uh, let's not forget about Jamal Agnew, who obviously, you know, is one of the better uh, kick returners in the league. Um, he's a guy who can also help on offense as well. Now, looking at the tight end position, you know, I love when they brought in Evan Ingram. I thought, you know, this is a guy who was super talented coming out of college. Um, I just think the transition for tight ends from, you know, college to the NFL just takes a little bit. And we've seen, like, some of these tight ends really just take a couple of years to develop. But um, I, I think he's going to be a really big part of this offense, especially in the red zone. Uh, I'm not sure how he will do in fantasy just because there are already so many mouths to feed in this offense. But I really like him a lot. And then let's not forget that they added uh, Brendan Strange out of Penn State in the second round. Um, this is a guy that I, you know, didn't love the pick at the moment. I thought maybe they could have addressed some other things in the draft, but you know, Doug Peterson has something specific that he looks for in tight ends. So, um, you know, look for him to, you know, maybe later down in the season to be a, a big addition moving forward. Um, and then looking at the running back group, uh, you know, it's just amazing to see what Travis Etienne was able to do last year, you know, in his rookie year, obviously came in with Trevor Lawrence. They have that connection from Clemson. Um, he missed his entire rookie year because of an Achilles injury, but he came back strong last year. And, you know, this year, as far as, you know, uh, he's going to be super fun to watch. As far as fantasy, it's a little bit interesting for me just because they've seemed to have taken him out in big moments of games and stuff like that. Um, I always believe that Doug Peterson likes to have a committee, and I think that's why they used a third-round pick on Tank Gibsby. He's a big physical back who can help move the chains. Um, especially with the questions at the offensive line right now. But Tanks Gibsby, and I think he will um, get better as the season goes on. But, I mean, you look at this group of skilled players, I really like uh, the possibility of what they can do this year. Now, um, like I said, the offensive line is a little bit of a question for me. Obviously, um, Cam Robinson just got an extension, but now he's been suspended for the first six games of the year. They also let their starting right tackle, Juwan Taylor, go in free agency. And now he's over in Kansas City, so that's a that's a tough loss right there as well. So this year they're going to be starting off with two um, two new starting offensive tackles. Um, obviously in the first round they went with Anton Harrison. Uh, I think he's a really good pick. I think he's going to be a really good right tackle for them. And then Walker Little, a former second-round pick, steps in at left tackle um, it's going to be interesting to see how these guys will do, but, you know, obviously I, I think they're going to be okay at that position. And then um, looking at the interior of the line, we have Ben Barge, Luke Fordner, a rookie last year, and Brandon Sharif um, all are back for another season in this offense. So um, although there's going to be some growing pains maybe early, uh, I think they'll be just fine here. Um, looking at the defense, I think, you know, the defense really struggled in the beginning of the year, but as the year progressed, they did get better. And, you know, they brought back a couple of their own. They have Robert, Roy Robert Harris, Devon Hamlet, Prolokus Fasaki on the defensive line. They brought in some guys in 
Dalby and Maduo. Um, and then as well, they've drafted a couple of guys with uh, Tyler Lacey in the fourth round and Raymond Bosquez in the seventh, just to provide some depth and some rotation here. Um, looking at the edge rushers, um, Josh Allen needs to have a dominant breakout year. Um, this is a guy who was a former seventh overall pick, you know, has really struggled to be um, a dominant player on this defensive line. And then along with, you know, Trayvon Walker, he's a guy that, you know, last year was the first overall pick and they took him over Aiden Hutchinson, who, you know, the question is, is do they regret not taking Aiden Hutchinson, who was more NFL ready, maybe who could have had a bigger impact on this defense. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what Trayvon Walker will do now in the full year in this, in this system. Um, will we get to see all that potential out on the field? And then uh, who else will step up? I mean, we look at a couple of guys like former first-round pick Kayvon Kissam. Um, he's a guy that possibly could be on his way out if not successful here. Um, they also have Shaquille Quarterman, a, a former fourth-round pick a couple of years ago. And then in the fifth round, they took uh, Yazir Abdullah. Um, in the fifth round, I think he's going to be a nice addition. Um, he's got some juice coming off the edge. Um, like I said, it's going to be interesting. They need to find different ways to get pressure on opposing quarterbacks if they really want to make a run, you know, in the playoffs here. And in the middle, uh, they have their middle linebacker, Fose Oloku, um, who was a great addition last year uh, to go along with the first-round pick, Devin Lloyd. I expect for them to have a better year. Um, you know, and I also do like uh, third round pick last year, Chad Uma. He has a lot of abilities. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where they try to fit him in. Um, is he going to be a guy who rushes after the quarterback on the edge in the middle, or is he going to be a cover man? He's got a lot of abilities. Um, just because they also drafted another linebacker in the fourth round with Ventrell Miller. Um, you know, uh, once again, they're building up the secondary, I, I mean, the special teams unit. Um, I think that's a, a group that has excelled last year, and I think they can get better. Uh, looking at the secondary, um, there's a, not a lot of success, but, you know, one of the things um, with the loss of Shaquille Griffin, Tyson Campbell is a corner who's coming into his own. He was a former second-round pick, um, has absolutely all the ability in the world to be uh, a, a premier corner in this league. Darius Randall is also very solid as well. Now, the, I'm not sure what necessarily the depth that they have behind them with like guys like Trey Hendon, um, Marik Brown. Um, they did draft a couple of players here in the sixth round, Christian Braswell, um, just to kind of fill out the roster. So that third cornerback position is kind of this, another issue for me. Uh, but they have a really good secondary with Rayshon Jenkins. He's definitely the leader in the back end. Andre Sisco had a really nice year last year. And he's a guy who could be one of those young emerging safeties here. I like the addition of Antonio Johnson. I think uh, in the fifth round, that was a steal for them. I think you add good depth. He's, a, I think, a pretty versatile player. I think you could play him down in the box. I think you can get him on good mismatches with, like, tight ends and stuff like that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Um, and then they also still have Daniel Thomas and Andrew Wingard, who are pretty solid role players, um, along with 
uh, another rookie that they have out of Pittsburgh and Eric Hamlet the second. So for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I feel like this division is pretty wide open for them to win it. Um, you know, obviously the Tennessee Titans will still be pretty tough for the most part. Um, and then you have the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts with rookie quarterbacks. Um, unless they surprise a lot of people, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will run away with this division. And uh, I do believe that this team uh, will be a 10, maybe an 11 win season um, if they can just stay healthy. Uh, but it's going to be really exciting for them. Um, they should be better on offense and they should be better on defense. So let's see what happens with Jacksonville and Duval. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.